forks, we use them a lot. Maybe in every meal, more than likely. Did you know that forks were once seen as blasphemous? Yep, you heard me right. Forks were blasphemous. Why, Sean? They were first introduced in Italy in the 11th century, a long time ago. They were made for the sole purpose of a bit of spaghetti twirling. Obviously, it stands to sense, I suppose. But they were seen as offensive to God. They were seen as offensive because they were viewed as artificial hands and therefore seen as being sac-religious. But it doesn't stop there. Did you know the Leaning Tower of Pisa was never actually even straight to begin with? The foundation began to sink when they started only on the second floor, but they continued on. Did you also know that before there were even alarm clocks, there were knockers up? Knockers up were real people. They were hired to shoot dried peas from a blowgun at people's windows. Hopefully, the intentions of these knockers up were to wake people in the morning. What would have happened if your knocker up never turned up? Who knows? In the UK, we all know about the suffragette movement, or at least we should. They're widely known as bringing rights and equality to women. But, not just women. In fact, the Telegraph once said that prior to the representation of the People Act in 1918, not all men could vote. Working class men who didn't own property were denied the right to vote until the suffragettes kicked up a fuss. Yes. After the 1918 Act was enshrined in law, the voting franchise was extended to an extra five Point six million men. Welcome. Come on in. Get yourself comfy and leave your shoes on or take them off if you want. There's absolutely no stress in this podcast around the whiff of a good, humble, hard-working pair of paws like yourself. This is the Amadans Flow Podcast. This is the fourth episode, and I am Sean, and I'll be taking you through this episode. First of all, thank you very much for joining me. Um, As always, I'm going to extend my appreciation to the listeners, the people that have engaged with me since the last episode. If you haven't heard it yet, no problem. Just crack on, listen to it now or afterwards if you wish. Um... I've got some good news for you. We have broken down a few barriers in terms of listeners. Our first listeners from the United States have been registered. They're listening from California, more specific, Sacramento, California. 
obviously Uriah Faber's listening in, and Qatar. However, that's not the big news. The big news is that we have managed to kick down the door of Cork. So we've got listeners from Cork. How's the farm bite? And also, we've managed to infiltrate the ears and minds of a very tight-knit, sturdy community from County Tyrone, Five Mile Town. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Tell your friends. Now, today's episode, by the way, the facts that you heard at the beginning of this podcast, they might be facts, they might not be. You need to release where you got your facts from. Don't be going around quoting me saying you heard these facts on the Amadan's flow because when you say that sentence out loud, you'll release. You are in fact an Amadan for quoting the Amadan's flow. Today's topic, we are going to be concentrating on what's been happening recently. Um, A lot of people have reached out to me and said that they've enjoyed the podcast, especially for the situation and circumstances they find themselves in. Brilliant. Very happy to hear that. I'm very proud that in some way I'm contributing to a bit of crack in your daily routine. Um, So we'll be focusing on, of course, what's going on recently, and that's coronavirus. But my aim is to put a bit of a spin on it, because I'm very aware that there's enough people in beautiful, well-designed, top-brand suits that are getting paid thousands upon thousands upon thousands to report the dull and dreary news of what's going on in the world, the negatives and the scaremongering, etc, etc. So we're not going to get sucked into that vibe. We're going to try and stay stay above that. Um, so instead, we're going to try and highlight the good. The good, the great, the wonderful. Whether you're in quarantine, whether you're in self-isolation, whether you're actually in work, um, or if you're on a break from the front line and you're fighting the good fight. Of course, I'm referring to our nurses and doctors and all all other um, medical professionals that are in reality keeping our society above float Um, and for that I think I speak on behalf of everybody thank you very much your hard work is not underestimated and it's not taken for granted so thank you very much uh, for dedicating your time and of course your health and your efforts to keeping us afloat Um, so my aim had a nerve offset a wee bit of a spark whether it be a smile or a chuckle or maybe a wee bit of a light bulb moment it's to give you something that'll make you appreciate what's going on amidst the bombardment of negativity that some of us have experienced recently first of all my advice is to go easy on yourself um times like this the last thing you need is self-imposed restrictions or uh, being hard on yourself mentally or physically or emotionally my second thing that I would say and it's tied in is be mindful of others 
Be mindful of others in terms of your words and your actions and your behaviours. Now I'm not going to get into specifics, but you probably know yourself. You can probably think of a few examples that the media has done a, a good job of highlighting. But I'll give you an example that's close to home. Me and Emma, the night just came back from a weekend in Dubai and I was getting set. We both had work the next morning and I was watching Netflix. I was watching Vikings. If you haven't watched Vikings, get on it. Um, and next thing, Emma's on her phone beside me. She's supposed to be watching Netflix as well, but as usual, not paying attention, and then asks me questions about 20 months later. But anyway, scrolling through her, her phone, and I hear, <gasps> So my natural reaction is they also go, <gasps> And I say, what? What is it? And she says, oh, there's a, they're stopping tourist visas. Now, my immediate reaction was, you've got me hyped up for, personally, a bit of useless information. You've made me take a deep exhale that's making my heart go a wee bit fast. I got a wee bit panicked. Was there any need? Obviously, Emma being Emma found the funny side of it and laughed, which I completely understand and definitely keep that type of playfulness going in terms of your friendships and your relationships but my point being is for them short couple of seconds my reaction was completely based on her reaction I didn't know what she read what she seen if it was serious do you know what I mean but my point is that it's brilliant that we were able to laugh it off and shrug it off and move on with our evening but it's just about being mindful of how we things that you're doing impact others. Now, there's a more specific message behind that, which we'll hopefully get into as the podcast rolls on. But particularly around young people, like children, um, even adults and older people as well, because you might not realise it, but the way you behave, the things you say, the manner in which you carry yourself is having a knock-on effect to other people. Whether you realise it or not, there are people that look up to you and they're looking towards you for inspiration or leadership. It could be your wee brother, it could be your mum, it could be for a couple of minutes on FaceTime, your auntie's listening in and she's picking up how you're behaving. It could be anything. Now that's not they say put yourself on serious pressure to perform and to be this big bravado act. It's not at all. All it is is just to remain calm. You know yourself. We don't need to go into the, the specifics of the details, but it's just about making good choices. Things are different. Things are very different at the moment in the past few weeks and times are changing, but that's okay. So for example, as a society we're seeing, like what Emma pointed out, certain countries refusing types of visas or countries banning flights landing from certain countries or even locally, shops and bars closing and all the rest. There's no need to panic. It's okay. The reason why these things are happening is they protect us. 
but I completely get it and I completely understand that when we hear that uh, let's say for example McLaughlin's are closing their their local pub your natural reaction is they think Jesus for my 20 odd years of being alive McLaughlin's has never closed not even on Christmas but now's the time to close and it's not forever it's for a couple of weeks till we get this thing put to bed tuck it in and send it on its merry way so there's no need to be panicking be strict and firm with yourself regarding what you allow into your life I came across a very good picture which I shared on the, the, the Amadans Flow Instagram page last week and it was talking about your diet. Now, commonly, when we use the word diet, the first thing we think of is what we eat. But if we break it down into simpler terms, it's what we consume, not just through our mouth, down to our wee bellies, but it's also regarding what we consume through what we watch, yes, what we eat and what we drink, what we listen to as well. It's what, it's anything basically that we allow into our systems, and our bodies, and our minds. And it's important that you're aware of that. It's important that you're self-aware and that you realise that you are spending 30, 40 minutes straight scrolling through Instagram or Facebook. Absorbing absolutely frightening statistics or news headlines or people hyping all our things up. I, I'm i guilty of it myself. I came in from work yesterday and I had the best of intentions. At the moment our working hours is eight in the morning to one in the afternoon. And I thought, right, use this to your advantage, Sean boy. Get in, get the, the work clothes off you, get a workout in, do a bit of light reading, go out in the balcony, sunbathe, blah, blah. I ended up spending comfortably maybe an hour just scrolling. Um, and what followed that was almost, not self-interrogation, but you know, I, I was being hard on myself. Ah, oh, fuck's sake, you was at that time, blah, blah. And that's okay, but it's the fact that it's what's important is that we acknowledge that and that we know how we can fix that. So, for example, sitting on the likes of Facebook and scrolling through posts from Janet. I don't know a Janet there. This is no offence to a Janet out there, but let's just say, in a hypothetical world, there's a Janet Zerkovsky. Let's say Janet Zerkovsky posts and say, oh my God, I can't believe um, Ryanair aren't doing refunds or whatever the case may be. Now, again, it goes back to what me and Emma were talking about. That might not even affect our lives, but straight away we're allowing it to come in and infiltrate our feelings and our, our vibe, so to speak. And straight away we start going on a decline and thinking, Jesus, what about Ryanair cancelling them flights? Now again, this is a hypothetical world. I don't really know what Ryanair is doing with their flights, but it's only an example. Um, another way, for example, in terms of safeguarding, and it's something, to be honest, this whole coronavirus, it's only highlighted what we probably should be doing all along in terms of hygiene and all the rest and again I myself am guilty of it but in terms of 
safeguarding this is something that, that I am genuinely serious that I do. And it's safeguarding myself. I came to realise that certain things affected me that didn't affect, say for example, Emma, who I spend most of my time with. So when I was in London with Emma, Emma would watch things on Netflix that I didn't like. Not that I didn't like, I was open, open to try them and all, but like, you know, things on Netflix like uh, Black Mirror, or you know, documentaries on people that have done things that they shouldn't have done. They multiple, multiple, multiple people. Or films that build up suspense. And I noticed that whenever I watched these things, it unnerved me. It made me feel a bit, I won't say a bit, I would say quite a bit anxious. Uh, made me nervous. Didn't like how it made me feel. It disrupted my sleeping patterns. And I know, don't get me wrong, I'd be the first to say, oh, Sean, catch yourself on. Jesus Christ, it's only a film. But at the same time, I realised that whether I liked it or not, it was having that impact on me. So a choice had to be made. Now, that's not, they say, sanction no more of those blah, blah for me. It's just that while Emma wants to watch them, for example, I can shoot out and watch interviews on whatever I want to watch or podcasts or what you know there is no restrictions but my point is making good choices for yourself and it's okay to say let's say for example if the boys say oh let's go to the bar here for a few pints it's okay to say actually I'm good um you don't even need to give reasons to be honest but it's okay to safeguard yourself so for example who who made the decision that once you become 18 you're okay to view these things as well. Do you know what I mean? Sugarcoat yourselves. No harm in it. Every once in a while. If something doesn't feel right, don't be doing it. Anyway, a few things that I've come across and noticed recently that I have either taken inspiration from or made me feel good or just, you know, perked me up a bit, made me smile. So, obviously, yeah, the first thing that I've seen back home in particular, which I'm very, very glad to see, um, especially in the north, is places closing, particularly bars. Um, don't be worrying, as I said, if your favourite takeaway or your bar is closed, it doesn't mean that it's forever. It's a positive sign that they're closing. On the flip side, we've seen certain shops opening early back home. Shops and supermarkets opening up early so that elderly people can access basic needs groceries or toiletries or anything at all. Now, between those two things, establishments like bars closing or supermarkets opening up early, they allow the elderly to get in, they avoid the risk of maybe becoming infected. From that, I've just, I've taken, it, it makes me feel very warm for the, the very straightforward reason is it, it highlights the beauty in society. The fact that people are being so considered, being so thoughtful. And that's not they say, ah, but sure, the government's telling them to. Maybe so, maybe yeah, since the government has imposed certain rules and regulations. But 
Before that, there were certain businesses and certain supermarkets and certain shops that made the decision. They came together and said, you know what, how can we help? Well, obviously we can help by doing this, this and this. And for me, that, as I say, it, it gives me a fuzzy feeling knowing that there are people out there that are good-natured, warm-hearted, and that are trying to do their best to impact their neighbour or the rest of their community. Especially at a time when it's very easy to pin the blame and be, uh, what's, what, what would be the correct way of wording this? Trying to make a villain out of certain people, I suppose, would be the best way of wording it. It's brilliant to see that people like this, shop owners, bar owners, whatever else, or even volunteers. I've seen people on Twitter saying, listen, I'm going to shop tomorrow morning at half eight. Let me know if there's anybody that you're aware of that could benefit or need anything and I'll bring it up to them. Inspiring to see. Also important to remember, we've been through worse. Maybe not us individually or us personally. Maybe, you know, this is potentially the unprecedented times as we keep seeing from the media but as as a as a race the human race has been through a lot worse i've seen a quote there saying that um previous generations had to go to war to save humanity our generation's been asked to sit on sofas for a couple of weeks uh perspective is everything when you view things like that it's not that tall of an order but through that knowledge that we've been through worse, particularly back home, it's very easy to think of previous generations that have endured and overcome, whether it be the famine or the troubles or civil war or anything at all. We've been through worse. And with that comes contentment and reassurance that I, we've been there and we've endured this but if you look at it throughout history, people have always risen, dusted themselves off, and they've always been capable to go again. A perfect prime example, I can't think of a better one. Obviously in Europe at the minute, one country that's suffering publicly is Italy. Yet, going viral across social media is videos of the Italians on their balconies singing. DJ sets, opera singers, serenading people in their balconies. That type of resilience, they not give up, is something, it, it, it's genuinely putting a smile on my face now just even thinking about it. And in spite of it all, in the face of adversity, you have these legends defying what media outlets or certain world leaders defying their messages. We're not going to be doom and gloom and down and out. So power is certainly in our hands. And I think the realisation of that in itself is empowering. Another thing that has cheered me up is Twinkle. Now, if you're unaware what Twinkle is, I'm sure most teachers know what Twinkle is, aren't they? Never off it, probably. Um, Twinkle's a brilliant resource, it's a website and it allows mainly teachers or parents um, to access and download resources such as PowerPoints, worksheets, videos um, and it's all tailored specifically um, 
depending on your the pupil's need or age. So for example, if you've got a, a student that needs help with their number bones to 10, there's plenty of resources for that. If you want your child to be learning about, let's say for example, Rosa Parks, you're bound to find a PowerPoint on Rosa Parks and what she stood for. If you want to recap, if you want your child to practice their handwriting, there's plenty of templates for your child to um, improve their handwriting. There's literally endless resources that you can be using on Twinkle. And Twinkle have very kindly said that for the month of March, for the time being, that they're making their resources readily available and accessible to parents, teachers, children. So from that, again, another example of how when push comes to shove, humanity always comes out on top. Um, especially speaking from a teacher's point of view, there's been parents contacting, obviously panicking, well, what about this and this e-learning, how is it going to work? There is no harm in parents going on ahead now on Twinkle and being a bit proactive while waiting for schools or teachers to get their e-learning up and running. I know, for example, if it was me, I'd be having my cubs or my cousins or whatever just downloading wee bits and pieces of work here and there just to keep them ticking over. Absolutely no harm in it. Um, and I think, to be honest, from a teacher's point of view as well, what will be most brilliant to see is seeing the children light up when they're teaching their mommies, their daddies, or their uncles, stuff that they've covered in class. Um, you'll see that spark lighting up yourself whenever they're familiar with certain topics. Um, and you'll see the, the eyes illuminating, saying, ah, I'll show you how to do this, you know? And it's brilliant to see. So just to get them under that habit, or into that routine again, to keep them ticking over, as I say, will be, it'll be invaluable for them in the long run, because for them, it's it's an unusual time where their routine might be out the window, so they speak, or they might be running right in the house. I've seen a few seen a few videos online uh, of the cubs dominant in the household. So just to keep them taking over, keep them keep their minds occupied, and keep their learning at a constant rate of progression. Definitely make use of Twinkle while it's there, folks. Um, and as I say, endless resources. Fill your boots. Um, another thing that I've seen more so at home in Ireland is politicians and the church pulling together. It's nice to see, obviously we come from a society that is often highlighted in the news for its disconnections, its inability to work together. Um, its weaknesses in terms of being able to see each other's views and come to a, a natural, solid, solidated conclusion. But on this account, I've seen people like Eamon Martin come out, who's head of the Catholic Church in Ireland, come out and encourage schools in the North to close. Um, and it's good to see these bodies and these institutions come out and contradicting the overall message from, let's say, leaders in other countries who have come out and given worrying messages which is strange worrying messages um, during a time when you would really be hoping or expecting them to come out and be positive encouraging reassuring 
one example of that is the Pope's message even. Now, whether you're religious or not, whether you're Catholic or Hindu or Protestant or Muslim or whatever, everybody's the same. Everybody thrives off a bit of we arm around. You know, don't worry, it's going to be grand. And the Pope, I seen give a message. I'll not read it out, I'll whatever, I'll just summarise it for you. But more or less saying, think forward to the time when all this is over and we're first out on the streets again talking freely to each other able to take photographs with each other not afraid or apprehensive of hugging one another able to go into the sea etc etc and it was just a, a liberating thought process to be given um, and that's the type of attitude and message that number one we should expect they see we should be you know, we, we shouldn't be, we're not asking for a lot to be positively led um, by any world leader, no matter what country or denomination you're from. So I thought that was, that was brilliant to see. Um, and I, I find it comforting, um, particularly thinking about maybe back home. And obviously I've been speaking to a few teachers over here, people that I've seen also on Instagram, that people are living in Australia and all the rest. And it's it's a tough time. It's a tough time to be away from home. It's a tough time to be worrying about your family, your friends back home. But then hearing wee bits and pieces of messages like that is reassuring that everything, normality will be restored um, and there's no need to worry. Another thing that has positively affected me over the past couple of days or week is seeing people with massive influence like obviously like the Pope or whatever you know but one person that I loved was Damien Dempsey Damien Dempsey if you're not aware is he's probably one of my favourite artists um, he's an Irish man that champions Ireland and our history and our culture sings about it with every fibre of his body um, and he's got a mass following so he was scheduled to do a gig in London and obviously in the UK things are things are maybe a bit behind what the rest of the world are doing in terms of um, call for closures and you know protecting the public so Damien Dempsey took matters into his own hands and cancelled the gig. Cancelled the gig. Now, two years ago, I went to that very same gig um, in London. Went to see Damien Dempsey. I absolutely loved it. He set the place on fire, and I'm sure he knows himself what that would have meant to people who maybe had tickets and were looking forward to it and gearing themselves up for the gig. Demo went on to do a live performance on his Facebook page. Came on, swigged a bottle of beer, and more or less gave the message of, listen, apologies, but priorities have to take place. And the big man banged out a full set. Invited the listeners to sing along at home. And I watched it. I listened in. And I absolutely loved it. Loved it. Not just that I love it in the sense that I, some of my favourite songs and I love the big man's voice and 
whatever else. But it was the fact that here you have an artist who is happy enough to make a decision, whether it impacts him positively or negatively, is irrelevant. He's thinking about people and their health and their safety. Do you know what I mean? What what a what a glorious soul. And it's figures and establishments and artists like that that when all this when this is all said and done deserve the praise and thanks and appreciation that is rightfully coming their way. Another example is the Dropkick Murphys. They um seen last night they've decided to do a live stream on St Patrick's Day instead of performing. Now again it's reassuring to see that these type of um, bands and artists are making these these decisions. I've seen politicians back home repeat and repeat and repeat that yes and this obviously goes out to the Irish people mainly yes St Patrick's Day is around the corner yes it won't be the same but that's okay it's only a change for the better won't always be this way but it's necessary another person who has given me inspiration cheered me up reassured me that everything's going to be okay is Eilish now if you're following me on Instagram you would know that I have referenced Eilish before with a resource that I find very useful Eilish is the Nova coach um, I've been following Eilish now for maybe a year and a half maybe coming up to two years even and she's a life coach and positivity oozes from her oozes from her every day um, now Eilish brought up a video in particular that struck me and she got a wee lump in her throat she got a lump in her throat during the video when she was talking about people back home in her country of Ireland and it's something that I've already touched on of course I completely understand and if anything she represented my feelings as well about whenever you think about your own whether it be your own family or your own country it does hit a nerve and it does touch a, a soft spot but what Eilish is doing is she's using that energy and she's using it for the benefit of others so what Eilish is doing is she's offering to provide sessions, life coaching sessions to people that need it. So basically parents, teachers, anybody that feels as if they might need a bit of guidance or structure in terms of how to deal with feelings or emotions that are happening at this time that they're not familiar with. Um, I'm very aware that Eilish has said that it's not for her own financial um, benefit which is again that goes back to the likes of Damien Dempsey or you know shops and bars closing it's just another good solid human being looking to benefit people so if you are a parent or you are a teacher or you are somebody that's finding it a wee bit difficult to digest certain emotions or feelings give Eilish a bell get on there on Instagram um, first time I ever came across Eilish I was trying to get job a job out here in UAE and I came across her and I realised how warm she was and how friendly she was and 
even though she could have told me where to go, she actually gave me lovely advice and I'm very grateful for that as well. Uh, so if you approach Eilish, there'll be no problem at all. She'll sort you out, get on there. Another thing in terms of things to be following on social media that has given me a positive uh, viewpoint on life is Instagram pages like the Good News Coronavirus. Get on that page. Brilliant. Again, it's just profusely pumping out positively. Um, it's the facts and the statistics that we may we may or may not have come across already. Um, and it's it's good to have that that type of um, content being provided for you. Another page is the Happy Broadcast Instagram page. Now, this isn't even just specific to coronavirus from what I've seen. This is just a page in general that's um, spreading spreading merry cheer across the world. Um, I was on it there earlier, and one of their posts actually was saying that in Finland, I think. Might be Finland, might not be. Again, don't be quoting me. Um, some Scandinavian country will we'll, we'll land there is trying to I don't know if they're trying to or if they've passed it but that new men basically that have recently become followers for the first time or whatever are on their way to getting the same leave as mums which is brilliant love to hear it um, another person that I've come across on social media is Rosie Boland now the reason why I love this is because I don't think Rosie Boland had any intentions of, maybe she did, I don't know, becoming a superhero. What she's done is, she has set out to raise money for medical staff while they fight and try and contain what's going on at home mainly in the south from what I've seen or from what I've gathered um, she had so she set up a GoFundMe page basically and her aim was 250 euros now I checked it last night and it is well beyond 250 euros it has rocketed it's a way through the roof boys and rightfully so because as I say, they're on the front line, they're fighting a the good fight, and they deserve the support. So it's wee things that maybe are often taken for granted. Uh, so basically what Rosie's done is, she set up this page, people can contribute, and the money is going directly towards feeding and fueling our own heroes, which take form in nurses, doctors, and all other medical professionals. So the GoFundMe page is Feed the Heroes, and I'll try, actually what I'll do is I'll put all of these people and pages that I'm referencing onto my Instagram story, just so you can access them as well, if you're a bit like me, and you're a technophobe. Another person who has provided me with positivity and hunger, and inspiration 
is the one and only Kieran McMahon. Now, we're very, very lucky. I actually, we're, something's in the pipeline with Kieran. Um, between him and myself. But I'm going to keep that for a separate time. So keep an eye out for that. But basically what Kieran is doing is Kieran is taking it upon himself. So who is Kieran? Kieran's a personal trainer. He is... Jesus, he's mighty correct to be honest. He used to be a teacher out here in the UAE and now he's a PT full time. He's an online coach and I'm actually a client of his or a former client. Um, that's in negotiations. But what Kieran did was at the beginning of the year, whenever I came out, I'll not get into it too much, but Kieran basically sorted me out in terms of structure, routine, um, addressed all my misconceptions of what I had in terms of fitness and health. And what Kieran's doing at the moment is he's gearing himself up to provide a platform for people that need a wee bit of help with routine. So for example, if you're stuck in the house, if you're stuck at home and you're looking at four walls and you want to be doing something but you don't know what to be doing, Kieran's your man. Kieran's gonna be providing people with workouts, with guidelines, with structure, with routines that can help you um, basically structure your time as I say it'll be online for example here's an example of uh, the character of the man I liked the status of his the other day and within about 20 minutes I had a message from him and it was a workout and basically it was just alright Sean how are you Here's a workout to keep you occupied. Hope you're keeping well. Now, surround yourself with people like that. Boom, brief, positive, you know? So it's an absolute pleasure, to be honest, to be telling people about um, figures and characters like Kieran, who's up and coming on his feet doing his best to positively impact and influence others. So again, give Kieran a visit, give him a go, um, and let him work his magic. So, at this point, I'm going to move on swiftly to things that we can be at while we are facing this period of time where coronavirus is taking place. So. Hypothetically, let's set the scene. We're sitting at home, we don't know what to be at. We're scunnered. If you're anything like my parents, they phoned me last night saying, uh, any recommendations for Netflix? I think they were surprised at how many I had. I think my dad actually commented at one point saying, do you do anything else other than watch Netflix? But things to be at. So, during this time where we're sitting around, why not think of actually let's embrace let's embrace our Rosie Boland our superhero of this episode let's think about what we can maybe do for people in society and our communities that are currently maybe going through tough times whether it be through their worrying about the, the implications of what's going on or whatever else people that are flat out on their feet contributing and trying to help people, whether it be nurses, doctors or medical staff, could be the elderly, it could even be people that 
because the misconception I feel is oh, it's, this only affects old people. It can affect a wide range of people. Um, it can affect even maybe local people in the community or even relations of our own that are on, say, for example, treatment for their asthma. It could be people that are, are um, diabetic, people that are on blood thinners. You'd be surprised at how many people this does impact um, and how many people are maybe putting on a mask and saying, ah, I'm grand, don't worry about me, everything's hunky-dory. So just be aware um, and start thinking about ways maybe that we can contribute to them and make things easier for them, whether it be giving them a text, seeing if they need anything from the shop, um, FaceTiming them for a wee chat, take their mind off things, um, giving them a wee, just a wee positive photo. I know of a few people on my Facebook, for example, and they love posting wee positive photos and quotes. Do you know what I mean? Get creative. And there's no harm in trying either. You're doing a good deed. Um, but I particularly, be mindful of people in your own circles as well. And because even if there's a lot of people that aren't, for example, in that bracket of being elderly and being sick and being at risk, there's people in their 20s and 30s that are becoming really, really anxious and unnerved by this. So if you can, reach out, get in touch with them, and use your power, brighten up their day. Again, don't underestimate the influence you have on other people. After you've done that, after you've absolutely brightened up somebody's day and made their life just absolutely incredible, write down about your experience, write down what you're, what you're doing, how you're feeling, um, what you've done with your day so far, how your views have changed. I know my, personally, my opinions have changed about this whole thing at the beginning. Um, and I suppose that's natural as we learn more and as we are exposed to more we our views and our opinions develop basically and we become more in touch and in tune with what's going on write it down especially if you've any cubs get them to write it down as well because this will be a period of time where they look back and a couple of years time and they think Jesus that's right do you, do you remember that do you remember rising the house for two or three or whatever amount of weeks um, write it down it's history uh, get creative write a wee poem or two. You could be doing this even if even if there was no coronavirus. There's no harm in the thought. Write a wee poem to yourself or for other people or well you're feeling happy, sad, angry, furious, excited, anxious, whatever at all. Get creative. Vent it out. Um, even if it's not a, a poem. Write a letter to yourself, write a letter to somebody that you haven't spoken to in a while. What I did there recently, I've got a wee, a wee book that I've invested in, and one of the activities that they asked me to do a couple of weeks ago was write a love letter to yourself. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't really think, I, I wouldn't be that way inclined in terms of me thinking. So, it was quite interesting to see myself in a position, because it's all... It's all very good and dandy. Me, obviously, living a, a lifestyle where I usually instruct other people or, you know, encourage other people to take control of their emotions and their learning. 
but whenever I read a page that told me to write a love letter to myself, I was shocked by the sense of intimidation, really. The expectation of view yourself favorably, you know, and the sense of honor. I'm glad. It's a very good habit to get into. Um, now, I know there's an old, there's an old taboo frame of mind back home of, ah, sure, you love yourself, and, you know, but it's, it's a good practice. Don't be afraid to love yourself. Get into it. Get knee-deep in self-love is the message. Or maybe, who knows, write a love letter to a, a special somebody. Whether it be your, your granny or maybe your neighbour, you never know. Um, other than that, what else can you be doing? Get yourself moving. Get up, get out. No, obviously I say get out. Depends what's going on in your local area at this time, if you're encouraged to get out or not. But if you're not, let's say hypothetically if you're not, there is nothing to stop you from getting up and moving indoors, or even in your backyard. Doesn't have to be... Uh, doesn't have to be a fully loaded workout. From one of the top websites or local gyms, or you know... It can literally be you getting up on the feet, a few high knees, whatever. Get the heart rate up and you'll feel a lot better afterwards. And if you're anything like me, it'll be a big old wake-up call. In the sense that you'll realise maybe how on foot you are. But, again, that's okay. Everybody needs their starting point. So, bottom line, get up, get going. Let them endorphins run riot around your body. Um, let your witness your mood perk up. Again, actually, no better man to contact on this. Give Kieran McMahon a bell if he doesn't bell you beforehand. Uh, another thing you can be doing, let me see. You can treat this period of time as you time. You time in the sense of Use it to focus on yourself. Manipulate the time as a period to make a better version of yourself. Whether that may mean getting up earlier or building some sort of routine. So for example, I found the... the oh, how could I word this? I found the, the, the trap last week. I had a week off for Easter break. And I was like, right, I'm going to get up, going to continue on my routine, get up at six, blah, blah. Didn't happen at all. So don't be like me. And now I'm back at work. So don't be like me. Get up, get your routine going, get things in order. Be strict with yourself in that sense. Um, we bit of discipline, you'll feel, you'll feel a lot, lot better for it afterwards. Um, do stuff that you haven't done in a long time. It might be bake a cake, it could be playing an instrument, it could even be learning an instrument, it could be tackling a pile of dirty, rotten clothes that's been lying at the, your, at the bottom of your bed, gathering dust for the past week, or it could be getting a good run at coursework, if you have coursework to do, 
you could get um, if there's anything around the house that you've been putting off for a long time anything at all what you could even do now this might be pushing the boat out and I can already imagine a few voices saying wind your neck on Sean what you could even do is you could even record yourself singing a song imagine that just you by yourself singing a wee song no harm on it nobody needs to hear it record yourself listen to it have a giggle at yourself or maybe you might think Jesus I'm actually not too bad at all what day I get to the, the local karaoke night next I'm going to light the place up but I lots of things to be doing with yourselves um, use it as an experience to benefit you in the long run use it as a time to reflect on things that you, <clears throat> sorry things that you're grateful for like me and Gilly mentioned in the last podcast things you're, you're grateful for things that you're looking forward to doing when normalcy resumes normality resumes maybe I should say um, and above all be kind to yourselves be kind to others now Amadans, I hope this podcast has number one occupied a bit of your time number two maybe not maybe it hasn't taken your mind off what's going on recently but hopefully it's helped you change your perspective in at least some way if it hasn't there are no refunds but I'll draw a line here thank you very much for accompanying me for the past hour or so I look forward to seeing you all soon again if you have any queries, questions, ideas suggestions complaints compliments anything at all do not hesitate, hit me up, contact me, reach out. And this has been wonderful. Speak soon. Bye-bye.